The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 120 of the Drive-By Podcast, the music you hear, intro, extra, Ryan McAllister, singer-songwriter from Abbotsford, British Columbia, a friend of mine who let me use his song called Time, 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 five times on this podcast. Now going strong, 120 episodes later. I'm Freeway. This is the Tuesday edition. I'm going throughout the summer. Sometimes you're going to hear or watch several podcasts a week. Who knows? Maybe there might even be bonus podcasts. Sometimes it'll just be one podcast a week, like when I first started it. But most of the time, Tuesday and Thursday is when you could check for the uploads or the uploads on YouTube as well. Just way too much to talk about. I'm not going to be that guy that takes the entire summer off. That's what it's all about, putting in the effort. So that you're there all the time. And whatever you're doing, and I hope you're enjoying your summer so far, you're in the car, you have Spotify on, you have Apple on, Amazon, wherever the heck you get this. You get to enjoy something. You get to think a little bit more. You get to have a conversation with me, even though you're not sitting here across from me, but maybe you're, you're talking. You do that. You talk to yourself sometimes. I've always talked to myself, and I was never a lonely kid growing up. I had my sister. I never felt like I was ignored by anyone, but I always talked to myself. A lot of people talk to themselves. Maybe it might suggest there's something wrong with you, but I I think sometimes talking to yourself or especially talking to, let's say, my voice now coming out of the speakers and and you saying, yeah, yeah, I agree with what Frank's saying or heck no, he's an idiot. Whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let me begin so much to cover on this podcast with how effed up this generation is. What is it now? I've ran out. I know I'm Generation X. And then there was Generation, uh, I don't even know, is it Generation Z? And then now, uh, are we at Y or Z? I don't even know anymore. It's like a Rush song. But this current generation is absolutely messed up. This is the kind of stuff, by the way, no backbone, I always talk about it. No guts, no glory. They would die even before they, they, they jumped out of whatever they were jumping out to protect anybody. They wouldn't last a second fighting for this country or any country because they uh, they were babied all their lives and it's my fault it's my generation's fault why do we do this to our kids i have no kids but why do we do this to our children we turn them into a bunch of weak zero backboard and then they do stupid things like this story i'm about to mention imagine being at a landmark one of the most popular places on the planet of course, you know, you could mention the Eiffel Tower. You could mention the pyramids, the Roman Colosseum. That's where these two morons were at. Young early 20s couple was seen on video, and I think now they're looking for them. They were from somewhere in the UK. Seen carving their initials into the Roman, into the walls, into the brick, into the stone, whatever, of the Roman Colosseum. I've been there. If you've ever been there, the places, it's unbelievable. You walk in and you automatically start to think of any of those movies you've watched. And you you could just see 
Romans battling each other, uh, lions chasing them to their death and, and mauling them, and you get all these visuals and thoughts in your head as you'll walk around and you see this place of marvel, like you're, oh man, this is incredible. And these morons, all they could think about is carving their initials into the walls of the Roman Colosseum. I mean, idiots, morons, absolute imbeciles. But these are the types of things that you see. And I'm on Instagram, I get depressed now. I can't even watch. I'm not on TikTok for the whole privacy thing. And I, and I think TikTok is, from what I hear, anyone who's on it is completely addictive, addicted, or it's addictive, but you're addictive and addicted if you're <laughs> and a dick, maybe. No, if you're on TikTok, it's just insane. Everyone says you got to go on it. No, thank you. I don't need to watch videos of imbeciles being what they are, bigger imbeciles, and showing it to the entire world. But a lot of these videos, they get on Instagram, right? And you start watching them and for a couple of seconds, and you just start shaking your head. Some guy's sleeping on the New York subway, and a guy's body slamming him and just landing on him with his elbow. It's crazy. And all for what? Clicks? It is really sad that some person who considers themselves an influencer has zero intelligence, completely low IQ, is, is making a living on YouTube or wherever the hell they're on by doing stupid things. You know, and show a bit of your ass, bend down while you're working out, ass in front of the camera, million views. Meanwhile, people in the world who are working necessary jobs, doing things that they need, that society needs, or else you couldn't get to work or you couldn't have a good day because these, these people have the skills that, you know, whatever, electricity, plumbing, they have the skills we don't have. These people, I'm sure plumbers and electricians are making a lot of money, but they're making a million dollars a year unless you're owning the company. And these morons on, on TikTok and, and Instagram and all this becoming famous for doing stupid shit. And then even when they're, they're not really publicizing, but they're, they're doing a video of them carving their names, something as simple as carving their names. They could have, could have done it anywhere else, but no, they had to do it on the, the walls of the Roman, the iconic Roman Colosseum. And, and of course they have, because they're, the generation is completely effed up, then they have to share it. For, look, look what we did. We initialed, we put our initials, on the Roman Colosseum. I mean, it's just a ah, man. Like, honestly, we have no more hope. I was having this conversation with somebody. We have no hope as society. Where are we going? Where are we going? What generation will be saving us? That's what I want to know. What generation is going to become the generation that you'll look back, you know, like you look back at some of the generations and you say, thank God. Thank God they were around. We would not be around today because they fought in wars that protected our freedoms. And the only reason why you're listening, you're driving that nice car today, or maybe it's a shitbox, it doesn't matter. The whole point is, the only reason you're here, I'm here today is because of them. Can you imagine this generation enlisting for the army or Navy or something like that, or, or, or being drafted because there was no other choice and a war was coming and you're, they're enlisted? They wouldn't last a second. They wouldn't last a second. They don't have the brain capacity to stand for something besides stupidities and wokeness 
They wouldn't last a freaking second. Not one. I mean, they're a shining example of stupidity because you see it displayed in front of you and for the entire world to see on social media every minute, every second of the day. And then I'm coming home. I was out uh, in um, the Fort Erie area, southern Ontario, to see my in-laws. Had a great time, which is very close to Niagara, by the way. And I'm coming home. I get home Friday night, wake up Saturday. I don't know what the heck is going on. It looks like the apocalypse outside. Wildfires burning in Quebec. Montreal now, the, the article comes out in uh, mainstream, of course. Mainstream media is all over this, like a dirty rag. Montreal has the poorest air quality in the world due to wildfire smoke. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. By the way, this, this, I'm a Montreal. This is the city I broadcast from. Just in case you're new, I'm always getting new podcast listeners. Thank you so much. And in case you have no idea where the heck I do this podcast from, it's from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. You saw a couple of weeks back, the fires went as far south as uh, New York, New Jersey. It's like, you, you, it, it was crazy. It was like the apocalypse in New York City, Manhattan. You see the buildings in the back. The sun looked like it was on, on fire. The sky was orange. Well, the smoke is back here in the Montreal area. And yesterday, I was at an event, and I went outside to take a little break. I just wanted to, and I forgot <laughs> that we had smoke in the air. Smoke is in the air. Everywhere you look around. And, and they actually say one of the symptoms is sore throat, trouble breathing. Within seconds of going out, I went right back in. It's like, this is terrible. But it's like I discussed with Viva Fry a couple of episodes ago here on the drive-by. Okay, first of all, I had to look up some of the stats. So let me look up some of the stats, which I already did. 2023 to date. By the way, forest fires have been declining. And 2023 to date, we've had 2,619 forest fires, which is insane when you think about it. The 10-year average over the last 10 years, not counting this year, or maybe they count this year, is an 1,926, right? So hectares of uh, hectares of, of land burnt to a crisp, I guess, or where they were happening, where these fires are happening, 5.2, 5.3 million so far this year. And it's usually the 10-year average. So think about that, 5.3 million hectares of land and the 10-year average national wildfire average here in quebec or canada i think this is for, i got it from a canadian site 331,331. As I said, I mentioned it with Viva a couple of episodes ago. I don't ever remember. Do you remember smoke in the Montreal area or wherever you're listening to this podcast if you're on the East Coast? The last time I remember a fire burning so bad I was living in Alberta. We had gone to BC for a couple of days and we were pushed out of our hotel in the interior of British Columbia because the forest fires were so bad they were, they were very scared. We left a day early. And, I mean, the fire was literally burning 
couple of miles away from us. That's why we were evacuated from the area and had to go back to, to Calgary. This is a common occurrence in BC, uh, common occurrence in, in Alberta, lots, lots of for, forest fires. Common occurrence even in Quebec and Ontario, we have lots, lots of forests, especially up north. But I don't ever recall, now what is the winds of, the winds of change? <laughs> have they shifted? And they're, they're just coming down here? I do not remember, and I could be wrong unless I've been asleep and you know there's definitely one guy that's not asleep right i'm definitely awake not woke but awake i don't remember smoke in the air ever do you i mean correct me if i'm wrong i just don't last summer summer before something never now all of a sudden fires burning everywhere so you have to wonder what the heck is going on here oh and then oh yeah here it comes and then you see the uh, tweets, the articles from the big mainstream media providers. I'm so glad I'm out of it because it, it's, it's embarrassing now. The things they jump on and the things they never touch. No, they never touch. They never touch. Uh, men with their testicles hanging out at pride parades over the weekend. There was one happening in Toronto. Literally, their balls, their, their, the, 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 the sacks are, are, with the pubes are hanging out. They're wearing thongs. I don't know what the hell. The kids are right there. This type of stuff they're covering on the news. This is wonderful. This is beautiful. This is life. We're celebrating pride. Uh, I don't know, but the pride parades I was part of in the past, I didn't see balls sticking up. I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, now, I would never participate in a... Where pride is gone now, you lost me. Anyway. Hopefully I didn't lose you because I went from talking about wildfires to, to hanging testicles at pride parades. But my point is, the media is covering the hanging testicles like it's nothing. Okay, maybe they're not showing the close-ups. You see those on social media from the people complaining that they're trying to get to our kids, which is true. And if you can't see it, you're an idiot too. Because there is such a thing as getting it and not getting it. You get it. Everything about Pride, this parade, that parade. Trudeau, I uh, can't make the uh, Pride parade this year because he, he went to some Nordic summit. By the way, 75th trip of the year. Celebrating his carbon footprint everywhere. But yes, climate change. And nothing. There is nothing about what is really happening with these forest fires. Besides, well, the, the story they're coming up with is climate change nobody is questioning anything nobody's saying it's it, it's all well it's a, well of course huh. well yeah it, it's climate change yeah so what am i missing here what are we missing oh then montreal issues an emergency the, the city of montreal canceled this was yesterday all outdoor cultural activities and ordered all outdoor sports facilities pools to close until noon today at the time of my recording of my podcast. Please stay indoors. <laughs> Where have we heard this before, by the way? Please stay indoors where possible. The city also said, adding in a news release, officials would reassess the situation on Monday. Oh, then this would kill me. Medical and cloth masks don't work well. That's for the idiots that can't figure out they don't work, period. If you think masks work for smoke on smoggy days, if you're thinking that you know, you're going to filter out pollutants, then masks uh, are, are not going to work because they're very, very fine. 
<laughs> so wait, the masks are very, very fine. Masks that can work are the N95. You remember the N95, but even then you do not want the mask to have a good seal on your face. Just buying a random mask, you may not get that good seal. The thing really is to do is to avoid going outside altogether. That's what this uh, person said. This uh, city official, which made me laugh because here we go again with the masks and 94, this, this, and that, and people now uh, resorting to, you know, medical and cloth masks to protect yourself from, from the smoke. Well, yeah, I mean, it protected us during the last three years, forest fires, yeah, uh, probably even harder time breathing, you imbecile, but I know it's not you who's listening to this podcast, somebody you know, definite imbecile out there. So if you're planning on going for a run or a whole day of uh, outside activities, push it back another day because working outside, the more you breathe, the more air you breathe quicker, the more pollution gets into your lungs quickly. That's was their, that was their advisory. Okay? And had we not gone through these last three years of ins insanity, I would say probably some good advice. Now, more than ever, now, I've never trusted any of these people. Now more than ever, I think right away, what's going on here and what is behind this, okay? What is really happening? Now, you know, I'm not about sounding like or acting like a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to be that guy. But what is going on? Stay in. Stay indoors. Don't go out. Here we go again. And again, last couple of years, fires burning. Somehow the smoke avoided the big city. Right now, all, all of a sudden, the wind is blowing it into uh, what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that we've done the research on the drive by podcast and fires have been declining. And so if fires are have been declining over the last 10 years, how all of a sudden is this blamed on climate change? Because everywhere you look and everything you read is climate change, climate change climate change that's what's happening that's why these fires are burning more this year even though the 10-year average is way below this year way below and it's been on a decline for for even more than 10 years 20 30 years forest fires have been declining we talked about this a few podcasts ago who's setting these fires well it's it's only two ways they can happen lightning or man-made and of course, uh, lightning is going to hit trees and start these fires. But what, all of a sudden now there's more storms than ever? Or are more people setting fires? I, I think these are deliberately set. There's no doubt about it. But why? And what's going on? It, it's so sad that we had to go through what we went through for the last so many years that now you don't believe a thing anymore. Well, don't get me wrong. There's still most people, most people who believe everything they're told. And I mean, like they fall for it hook, line, and sinker. And you know who these people are. And, and they think we're nuts. But okay, look, at the end of the day, I'm not an environmentalist specialist, okay? And uh, apparently I'm not a doctor either. Still did pretty well the last couple of years figuring things out on my own with a little bit of research and common sense. I say something smells fishy and it's not just the, the fire's burning. You let me know what you think. But something doesn't seem right here. Then on top of all this stuff, that submarine that went down, that they lost, lost communication with, 
now they know they found the debris uh, field. All the, the people, all the travelers on board died. And I've been trying to come up with some logic behind why anybody would want to go and see a grave site, because that's what it is, where the Titanic lays at the bottom of the ocean floor in the Atlantic is a grave site to the um, over 1,000 people who, who died over 100 years ago. In my opinion, subs shouldn't be going down to see the Titanic. I mean, imagine spending a quarter of a million dollars, end result, death. And some people may say, you know, Frank, that's a little insensitive. No, no. You paid a quarter of a million dollars to die. Getting into this vessel, which is not even a sub. People died there. And when you're rich and have lots of money, here's how my brain works. When you're rich and you have a lot of money, you get bored. Which means, it's actually not a good thing. Which means death might just be around the corner. Death might even be closer if you don't exercise your common sense. Let me explain. Why would you want to go down there? It's boredom. That's it. Here's what I came up with. When you're rich, but don't have a few money, like you're rich, you're wealthy, you're fine, right? You got everything. You can get anything you're, you want. For the most part, those people in that bracket, of richness every now and then when your life gets boring you spice it up a bit and you go on an adventure here and there you go traveling somewhere a place you've never seen you spend some money on things that make you feel better but when you're filthy rich and by the way those people would never even with millions and millions of dollars wealthy but not this level rich which i'm about to explain uh, they're still smart enough to figure out that uh, financially, oh, first of all, <laughs> safety-wise, not a good idea to be getting onto this sub and going to the depths of hell to visit the gravesite of the Titanic. That's number one. But number two, spending a quarter of a million dollars to do it. I mean, how bored do you have to be? And uh, why would you want to die that way? Why even take the chance, the risk? But when you're filthy rich, like billionaire rich, then a quarter of a million dollars to go down into the depths of hell to a place, a bunch of other mostly rich people, let's be honest, and lots of poor people who never had a chance, by the way. Unfortunately, they were second and third class people, travelers, citizens who were at the bottom of the Titanic. They, they died when that ship hit the iceberg. And then uh, only the, you know, a lot of the rich people survived it. I, I guess that's exciting for someone going down in this capsule, and it's not even a sub, it's a vessel, I don't know. That's exciting for someone with an insane amount of money. When you think about it, I just mentioned the word insane, it's absolutely insane to think you'll be safe going down in this thing, so far down, where the pressure keeps increasing to the point where that, that exact incident that happened, happened, and that's the risk. Is it worth the risk? I mean... I heard the story that that 19-year-old kid didn't want to go. But from what I hear, his dad, the billionaire, thought it would be a bonding moment. That bonding moment led to both of them dying. 
And many people online, mostly on Twitter, are, are having a field day criticizing and trashing these rich people and saying, well, you know, F them. They should have known better. I think it's sad. Sad because any unnecessary risk, no matter how much money you have in your bank account, is not worth the reward. Okay, look, I've never wanted to jump off a plane. If you did for the adventure, good for you. Because I don't want to be that statistic. Look, it's like the last couple of years. It's like, well, what are the, uh, you'll be fine. But, but wait, is there a chance I won't be fine if I decide to, 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 to take it? Yeah, there's a chance. Okay, well, I don't need, do I, I don't need it. I'm fine. Okay, so what, there's a chance that if I jump off the plane, my parachute might not open? Uh, no, thanks. I don't want to do things at, at, at high speed anymore. I, I was dumb a couple of times in my life in my 20s. I was at the Abbotsford Air Show. It's a big air show in British Columbia. And I went up on a stunt plane with a former Royal Navy, Royal Canadian Navy pilot named Captain Bud uh, Granley. Wild guy, very, very cool guy. And uh, we ended up doing flips in the air. We were doing flips, I kid you not. And back then I had like a disposable camera. We didn't have, uh, can you imagine? We had social media and all that. I would have captured everything we did on social media. I mean, I was gutsy. I didn't realize what I was doing until I was on the plane and it was too late. The captain says, oh, yeah, and if there's an emergency, Frank, and we, uh, we have to jump off the plane. I thought he was joking. He goes, don't forget we had, we had parachutes on. He goes, don't forget to pull the cord. I was like, wait, it doesn't just open on its own automatically? And he said, hell no. <laughs> you got to pull it. Pull the string, okay? I was like, okay. But I go, what are the chances? He goes, well, this is an old Royal Canadian Navy plane. It's never had an issue. But it, it, no joke, it was like a plane from the 50s, I think. Like, what was I thinking? So that's when I realized after today, the day I was on that plane doing stunts, and we were literally doing flips. flips. We were facing Mount Baker in Washington State. We were on the Canadian side in BC. We were doing flips. We did two flips. And I was the only media person, because this was always part of media days. I was always had to go somewhere, milk a cow, and I won the uh, cow milking media championship. And then I went up on the plane, and I guess I won too, because I was the only person from the media that day, five, six people that went up, that didn't throw up. Everybody came down and threw up. But my stomach was queasy for at least a week. Look, some people, they're meant to climb Mount Everest. Me? No, no thanks. I'm meant to climb the stairs to my bedroom at night and go to bed and buona notte and that's it. At the time I'm doing this podcast right now, a story came up on my phone. Billionaire killed in race car crash. He was 70 years old. You see what I mean? Billionaire. Again, what are you doing racing cars at 70 years old? Because when you've done it all and you have billions of dollars and you're bored, you're that level rich. It's worth taking the risk because you feel like immortal. You feel like, uh, I got all the money in the world. But what they forget is being a billionaire is not going to save you from dying in a race car, which you shouldn't be in in the first place. That's Oh, and by the way, I also won the media drag racing event in British Columbia. I did a lot of things when I was in Vancouver in my 20s. And again, I, I realized after doing that, another stupid thing I did. And I dragged in, a, in you know, those thin, long drag race cars. 
with the parachute that comes out at the end. I, yeah, I actually went in one of those with a, obviously with a co-pilot, a professional driver, and me. And only after I was going, I think we hit speeds of almost 400 kilometers an hour. And it's like eight seconds, right? Six seconds, 10 seconds. And you're going coming down the racetrack. As this was happening and the car stopped and it didn't flip or nothing stupid happened, I thought to myself, another stupid thing I'll remember if I ever get to uh, old age where I'll look back and say, what an idiot. What a stupid thing to do. Jumping out of planes or flipping in the air on a uh, stunt plane, uh, dragging race cars, all that stuff did in the past. No thanks. And I didn't even have money. Imagine. <laughs> I had zero money in my bank account in my 20s. Look, this is what it comes down to. Why take the risk? If it's something dangerous, then it could happen to you. Why take the risk? Is it even worth it? But very rich people... That's why they get on. Uh, in, they want to get on spaceships. They want to go to Mars. They'll pay whatever amount because they look at it this way. They've had a good life. They have all the money in the world. But if my money, all this money, can't get me to another planet or can't get me somewhere else, then is is life even worth living? I guess that's the way they think. For me, the answer is yes. And if I ran into a billion dollars. Any day soon, I guarantee you, you would not be seeing me do stupid things. I would want to enjoy that billion. And I could think of a whole lot of other stupid things I could be doing with a billion dollars than getting into a sub with four or five other billionaires and going down 16,000 feet or whatever it is. I don't know, but doesn't sound like a smart move to me. Doesn't sound like a smart move to me. Episode 120 of the Drive-By Podcast, it's over. You can reach me anytime. Leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or a review. Please five-star on Spotify if you enjoy this podcast. Check out any of the past episodes by going on YouTube and watching. I invite you to join me for another podcast in a couple of days from now, the Thursday edition of the Drive-By Podcast. Remember, if you're in the Montreal area, the most polluted city the worst air in the world right now. That's what they're saying. Montreal, worst air quality in the world. Don't leave your house without that mask. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast <coughs> is brought to you by OwnSpace.